Welcome to another episode of Sports Medicine Weekly. I'm your host, Dr. Brian Cole. Today, we're going to have a unique show discussing something that, frankly, I found incredibly confusing, but profoundly gratifying when I've taken the time to understand it. It relates directly to the sports world and something called NFTs. I will be joined by Steve Thayer, he and his son Ryan, who are co-founders of Next Name. He and I will discuss this topic, but first, a word from our sponsors. The Sports Medicine Weekly Podcast is brought to you by Midwest Orthopedics at Rush. Being your best means always getting better. Whether you're looking to improve performance, relieve chronic back pain, or restore mobility through minimally invasive joint replacement surgery, Midwest Orthopedics at Rush delivers results. Their specialists are top ranked in Illinois and among the nation's best, working together to make your recovery faster, more complete, and a seamless experience. They'll get you back to living pain-free, often without surgery, so you can be your best every day. Schedule an appointment online at rushortho.com. Enhanced Medical Nutrition. Enhanced Medical Nutrition builds clinical nutrition products to help patients prepare better and recover faster. The Ortho Nutrition Bundle is a four-week perioperative nutrition program containing their clinical-grade whey protein isolate and complex carbohydrate powder. Developed in collaboration with internationally renowned nutrition researchers and surgeons, the Ortho Nutrition Bundle is designed to maintain muscle, support wound healing, and improve the recovery experience. To learn more, please visit www.emn.health. Karen Malkin Health Counseling. Have you tried Karen Malkin's new protein brownie bar and superfood bars? They're the best tasting bars on the market. Certified gluten-free, paleo, and no added sugar. Karen's protein brownie bars and superfood bars available on Amazon and at karenmalkin.com. Vericell. Vericell develops, manufactures, and markets autologous cell-based therapies for patients with serious diseases and conditions. For more information about their products, visit www.vcell.com. That's V-C-E-L.com. Integrated Ortho. Integrated Ortho is Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana's premier provider of Iceless Thermal and Compression Therapy devices for patients recovering from orthopedic surgery. Iceless Thermal Therapy rental products are designed for ease of patient use and to control post-operative pain and swelling. Their sequential compression therapy products offer a portable, lightweight, and tubeless home therapy solution to help prevent blood clot formation following surgical procedures. To determine if Iceless Thermal Therapy or sequential compression products are right for you, please contact your healthcare professional. And for further information about Integrated Ortho's products and services, please give them a call at 773-248-6400. Welcome back. Again, another episode of Sports Medicine Weekly. I'm Dr. Brian Cole, your host. And I'd like to provide a little bit of information on these so-called NFTs. I think it's important to understand it, and I think some of you will find it very interesting because I have found it really difficult to actually get a concise source of information on this concept of NFTs, on uh, cryptocurrency, on cryptographics, uh, blockchain, and so forth. So I think what I would like to start out with before we interview Steve is to give you some really simple background. So NFTs, we'll continue to call them NFTs throughout the episode, are something known as non fungible tokens. Okay. So for now, we'll just call it NFTs. And these are cryptographic assets and they are secured on a cryptocurrency blockchain. I'm going to tell you what all that stuff is with unique identification codes and metadata that distinguishes them from other assets. In other words, 
They are blockchain held tokens that represent a very unique asset. It could be physical or it could be digital. So let's break it down. What is cryptographic? Crypto means hidden. It's it's digital. It means one, it's a mechanism to allow one sender and one recipient to securely communicate or exchange and actually view an asset in the setting where it's actually a digital asset. So it all functions on this background of something called blockchain technology. Blockchain technology is a system of recording information in a way that makes it difficult or even impossible to change or hack or actually cheat the system. A blockchain is really just a digital or electronic ledger of transactions that's duplicated and distributed across a network of computer systems on something called the blockchain. So that's the blockchain. So we often, you know, in a, in a NFT, this this uh, non fungible token. What is what does fungibility mean? Fungibility is really simple. It's the ability of a good or an asset to be readily interchanged for another one of like value. So one dollar is converted to four quarters or ten dimes. That's fungi- fungibility of of a dollar. So in contrast, an NFT is non fungible. So physical money or cryptocurrencies are fungible, right? They can exchange for something that's equal valuable of equal value, but an NFT isn't like that. So unlike cryptocurrencies, which are fungible, NFTs can't be traded or exchanged at equivalency. And that differs from something that like a cryptocurrency, which is actually fungible. So NFTs are very different. So these are the key takeaways about NFTs. And I think then it's, we can, um, I'd like to uh, introduce Steve and we'll talk a little bit about his company. NFTs are, are unique cryptographic tokens. They exist on this blockchain platform and they can't be duplicated or replicated. They represent real, real world items like artwork, real estate, or what we're going to talk about is something related to NIL, NIL in sports, NCAA, name, image, likeness, how it can benefit athletes and the programs that they actually come from. So basically it allows this concept of tokenizing. These are real world tangible assets that make buying, selling, and trading them very efficient while reducing the probability of fraud. They can also function to represent an individual's identity, and that's what we're going to talk about, property rights and more. So collectors have actually sought after these NFTs as their value initially soared, but obviously that's moderated somewhat. We'll probably talk about that a little bit with Steve today. And then there's these sort of non-fungible tokens. That's an evolution of the relatively simple concept of, of cryptocurrencies. So the conversion of a physical asset into a digital one sort of streamlines the process and removes intermediaries. NFTs actually represent digital or physical artwork in some instances on a blockchain and removes the need for a a, a go-between, the agents and so forth, and allows people to connect directly with their audiences. So that's the background on NFTs. So next, I'd like to uh, just give a brief introduction uh, of Steve and his company, uh, Nextname, and his his son, who won't be joining us, is his co-founder. So it's Steve Thayer, and its uh, Nextname is his company. And and I think as a matter of background, it's important to understand the NIL uh, principle. The NCAA had new regulations concerning the monetization of college athletes in terms of their name, their image, and their likeness. That's known as NIL. And this really shook collegiate sports uh, to its core. Athletes were finally able to profit from their hard work and dedication and allows them to better fund their future endeavors as professionals. However, many of the NIL deals that have sprung out of the NCAA rule have been cumbersome and time-consuming for athletes. So our guest today founded a very innovative business dealing in digital NFTs with the goal of addressing this 
NIL problem in the NCAA. So I'm, I'm joined by Steve Thayer. Steve is a 1988 graduate from my school, the University of Illinois. He earned a degree in economics and was also the 2018 Chicago Alliance of the Year. Congratulations. And his son, Ryan, is a 2021 graduate of Geist College of Business at the University of Illinois. And they sought to really find a way to support collegiate athletes nationwide, both legally and fairly. And that's why they founded Next Name. So, Steve, thank you for joining Sports Medicine Weekly. And I really look forward to hearing from you and getting a better education of this whole complex topic. Sure. Thanks for having me. So, Steve, let's just start out. What is Next Name? What is the elevator pitch with this innovative business? Yeah, so the I, the short story is we're engaging um, play or we're supporting players, and we're trying to engage fans to support players, um, and we do that by selling NFTs of players as well as teams to try to get fans to give fans a way to really support their favorite teams and players um, by purchasing an NFT. And you know, we think that's unique and 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 interesting because. You can't just hand money to players, right? So what the NCAA did is they reminded everybody in May that you couldn't pay players to come play for your school. And uh, and that's exactly what's happening um, right now across the country is people have pooled money in these collectives and they're asking players to, to do things for that money. It might be show up at a charity event. It might be show up at a tailgate. Um, but they're struggling to figure out ways to get that money to the players there has to be what's called fair market value for services. In other words, you can't just ask a player to show up at a tailgate for $50,000. You got to do something that's fair market value. And right now, nobody's enforcing the rules. Nobody's assessing fair market value. You know, Congress, you know, is thinking about weighing in the leagues and the conferences, like I said, all want this to go away. They don't want to have boosters and alumni involved in paying players or baiting players. So you're likely to see some legislative action, you know, in the in the coming months or years. It'll take a while to get that resolved. You know, we're trying to design a platform that, you know, is a perfectly legitimate way for a player to sell their NIL once they sign up to play for a particular university. And we think that it will still have a, a recruiting impact, meaning, you know, if a school, uh, a school's players sign up for a platform and the fans buy tokens and, and NFTs of those players, we'll be able to demonstrate that fans support those players. Oh, and so okay. have a net effect of so, a recruiting. So advantage. let me so let me just walk you through a real life example to help me. That you you have a uh, I first I have one basic business question. How do you protect this? Do you have to go school by school and say work with me, we have the know how? Is the idea yeah. kind of protected? No, it's really anybody could do it. I mean, in, in some respects, anybody could you could create an NFT of yourself right now and put it up for sale on a couple of different NFT sites, as could players, you know, but the trick is getting to the fans, explaining what an NFT is, explaining what NIL is, and then getting them to get behind the players. And that's an education, you know, to process. It doesn't happen overnight. Um, you have to get a license for the school's intellectual property. So there's some competitive advantage to the extent that, you know, they're only going to grant so many licenses to use, you know, that for NFTs, the players could be granting exclusive rights to different NFT companies. Um, So, you know, Kansas, for example, we had a conversation with them. And while they remained open to allowing, you know, different people to um, sell NFTs for Kansas, 
you know, the players, have, many of them have entered into exclusive contracts with a single provider. So they can no longer sell NFTs with other companies. So, okay. So let's, let's use U of I for an example, okay? And let's just say you have the quarterback who, who the boosters all, they love the team. They're loyal, as a, they're loyal alumni. They're figuring out ways to help support the athlete and the organization, right? They don't have good ways to do it. This is a legal, compliant, safe a uh, very contemporary way to do it. And by the way, you know, the world is working on it. Everyone's rowing in the same direction because you're seeing NFTs everywhere, right? So yeah. um, you're going to take a, you're going to create a, I'm just painting it. Maybe this is really what happens or it isn't, but I'm just trying to think in simple terms. You're going to create a uh, uh, hundred uh, uh, player cards of the quarterback, right? And right. you have the alumni list and you're going to say, here's an opportunity to support the athlete and the organization. Do you want to buy a player card of which there's only 10 of them? And I'm not going to make any more. They're all digital. You'll know it's real. Um, you're not going to see 11 or 12 of them. There's only 10. So you create a demand and supply issue, right? right. And people say, yeah, this is a great way to do it. So, and then there's just an, and then at that point, you're selling an NFT, you're selling a digital copy of a, of a of a player who's highly regarded is that sort of what happens yeah i mean the thing about nfts that makes it interesting is you're creating a digital asset something that you can verify on the blockchain and say this is a one-of-a-kind trading card you know and you know because you, you otherwise you're just buying a picture of a player right and you can take a picture of what we're selling and say that you have you know a picture of the player but that, that's not what you're buying you're buying a a verifiable asset, a trading card that is a one-of-a-kind trading card. It's serial number one, two, three, four, five of that player. It's a one of 10. It's a one of 100. And uh, you can verify that through the blockchain. And that's what makes it unique and verifiable um, and creates an asset out of it when it probably otherwise wouldn't have much value, you know, because it wouldn't be an asset. But, you know, the fact that, you know, we're creating these digital assets, you know, is is important. So you have a, a digital um, purchase that you something you can purchase, but you know from a fan standpoint, it's really about engaging fans to support players, right? So they're not necessarily going to buy this with the hope of trading it tomorrow for you know another dollar or more. They're going to buy it to support their team and support their players, and we're going to publicize those results. We're going to say these are the leading players in the country based on NFT sales. These are the leading teams in the country based on NFT sales. And so if you're a recruit. You're thinking about playing for one school or another, and you see that fans at this school support their players more than fans at that school. There'll be a competitive landscape, mm -hmm. and, and really what we hope to create is competition among schools and players to see who the next name is, right? Who, you know, you might have the winners on the field. Who's winning off the field? Who's got the best name, image, and likeness mm -hmm. in college sports? And we want to create this whole new category of competitiveness among players and schools so that these kids can have an opportunity to make a name for themselves. Like I said, whether it's on the field or off the field, you know, we're providing a platform, a league, a conference, however you want to look at it, but a way to showcase these players, bring them all together in a competitive landscape and, uh, and let them compete. It could be a women's volleyball player that becomes the next name in college sports because you know, she's recognized and she's done a good job of getting her name out there and her brand out there, which is more than just playing a good game, right? It's being a good person, doing charitable things. It's, you know, having some viral moment 
that, you know, makes everybody aware of you for whatever reason, you know, anybody could do that. We know that from Instagram, TikTok and, and reels and all the things that kids are doing to try to go viral. You know, there's an opportunity here for a player to create an NFT, you know, or a situation where their NFTs go viral, get bought out. They do another NFT and they create this market for themselves that didn't exist before. So we're kind of creating a new market that really hasn't been out there before. It's in, yeah, it's interesting. This NIL just keeps coming up again and again, obviously, in my world. And we we have our annual Chicago Sports Summit. We uh, It's actually, if people are interested to hear some of the uh, episodes, chicagosportsummit.com is our website, and it's it, the proceeds go to support research and uh, Chicago-based initiatives for, for kids. Uh, in sports, and we had Jeff Kearney uh, or Jeff Carney, I think his last Jeff Carney uh, from Gatorade, who handles all the relationships with uh, the colleges and so forth, and some of the professional organizations. And you know, they're dealing with the same thing where they have a couple of marquee people who um, they are, you know, engaging for NIL. Uh, this is a totally different vehicle to do it. Is it? Is it? Is it about the value of the digital asset or is it about the fact that you're creating a conduit to do something we couldn't do before to help support our, as a booster, if you will, our, our colleges? Yeah, I mean, I think it's really about the building the platform and you know, a conduit, like you said, for players to be able to provide a way for their fans to support them legally, quickly. Yeah. You know, you can click a button and support a player. You know, we talked to Loyola um, this basketball team are trying to get them on the platform and we designed a, you know, uh, or at least introduced the idea of having a sister gene token, you know, um, <laughs> you can buy a sister gene token, we call it the pay to pray token, you know, uh, that could be a viral moment for Loyola when all of a sudden, you know, their fan base kicks in and says, I'm buying a sister gene token, you know, I just, you know, we talked about whether or not we get sister gene yeah. to support Illinois, yeah. you know, I don't know if she'll do that or not, but, uh, that's amazing. Those are the kinds of interesting opportunities. It'd be fun. And, you know, so it's kind of fun you know, cool way to do something, you know, that'll help the players, um, you know, get fans engaged. It's all about engaging fans in, in the world of sports, you know, and either they're engaged or they're not. You know, I think the, the episode that I went to, um, you guys taped with the founder of DraftKings, you know, before the, the taping, we were talking about, you know, NFTs and, you know, they have a world where you can buy players, NFL players, you know, NFTs of them and build your own team. And we talked about, well, that's exactly what we're trying to do down the road is create a game out of it. Like imagine you buy NFTs, we get all the players up on a marketplace and you start buying one of the 5,000 NFTs that were created this player to build your own team. And now you enter a fantasy football league with your team that you've purchased NFTs of and you got to buy an NFT to get a player and there's a secondary market. I mean, it's just a whole nother game that you can play, you know, um, in sports to, you know, we know fantasy is a big deal and, you know, they obviously are taking advantage of the gambling angle. So imagine you're legally now gambling your team, you know, and there are some restrictions on, on gambling and players, but, you know, I, right now you could legally buy an NFT of a player and then decide to gamble with it, I guess, if you wanted to. But there's all kinds of ideas that are to come. Our thought was, let's get a foot in the game. Let's get our hands around the technology. You know, I said that anybody can make an NFT. That's not really true. You have to have a, a company that's able to mint and create nfts on a blockchain that's not easy you know we partnered with flow um you know flow blockchain that was developed by dapper labs which is doing nba top shot yeah. and nfl because you know they know what they're doing and they're really the sports nfts so uh, marketplace so so there, there it's a full what i'm gathering this is a full circle so there's this digital collectible which in and of itself might have value to me right as a consumer 
right? Yep. And that may actually be an investment, I imagine. But at the very least, this is a way to support, you know, my favorite college or my favorite college athlete. Um, it seems that this concept of using it for recruitment is is a very dicey discussion, right? If you look at uh, Big Ten Commissioner Kevin Warren's comments, he's a huge proponent of NIL, but they have trouble threading the needle when the narrative gets to a recruiting tool, right? And I don't, you know, I can't even begin to dissect all that. This is not my area of expertise, but it is fascinating. And I guess the question is, you know, what's the acceptable conversation right now at the college level? They don't probably talk about it as a recruiting tool, but indirectly, that's what it is, right? I mean, at least in part. Oh, yeah. It's the first word that first words out of recruit's mouth is, what do my NIL opportunities look like at Illinois? I mean, and some of them are probably saying, how much do I get paid if I come to play at Illinois or their school? But they're, it's the it's the number one topic, you know, according to my, you know, conversations with, you know, coaches and, you know, it, it's it's just, they can't get away from it. You know, yeah. whether they like it or not, NIL is here. These kids want to know what their opportunities look like. The coaches are in a tough spot. They can't promise them anything definitively. You know, they got to be careful what they can and can't say about it, you know. And what we're trying to do is say, look, what if we eliminated all that and you didn't have to have a conversation with a player at all? All you had to say is, look at our token sales. That's all I can tell you. You know, I can I can show you that our football players, basketball players are making on average X amount of money selling tokens. I can tell you that our fans are supporting our team and our players and legally buying their tokens. And we come play here. I would think that if you're a good guy and we put tokens up, well, you'll sell them, yeah. you know? Um, and that's, a, I think, a, a fair way to have the conversations. Once you get here, we have a platform and uh, there's a way to do it, you know, legally, you know, we, but, but again, you can't, you know, these ideas of forming pools of money, you know, just, you, know, you can't help yourself, right? You got millions of dollars in a pool and, you know, you got a player that wants X amount of money to come play. He's not going to come play if you don't make the commitment. I mean, you can just see how, you know, across the country, um, you know, it's a free for all. Did, did, mean, did you come upon that? I know you're a lawyer by trade and this is a, a, is it, a, this is a new business for you. Is this because you were a, a, a huge booster and fan of U of I, or you identified it, this white space where we really have a problem and we need another vehicle to be able to support our athletes. I'm just curious how you got interested in it. So literally the day the um, NCAA ruling came down and the law was passed in Illinois, I think I closed one of the first NIL deals um, for a company that we represented, Impact Physical Therapy, that was looking to hire Trent Frazier to shove at some tailgates and do some things. Mm -hmm. And we put together a small deal. And, uh, you know, that opened our eyes to the opportunity to do NIL deals. And then in November, I was invited to a dinner for U of I where they were talking about NIL and trying to figure out how do we get companies and people, you know, who are Illini to get involved in the space legally. And uh, that led to a conversation with my sons at home talking about, you know, NFTs and, and how that could be a way to do it. And, uh, you know, we did some further investigation and then all of a sudden, you know, it clicked. I'm like, oh my God, yeah. this is the perfect legal solution. This is the way to legally hand money to players for their name, image, and likeness. And uh, we then started running down the path in January, raised some money, and have been uh, you know, sprinting to the finish line to get Illinois up and running with all their players and all their teams. Well, I, I think it's I, – I love the entrepreneurialism and where it meets sports and anything that sort of you can do in this 
setting and then actually have runoff where you can really have a positive impact on others. Um, that to me is the, the, the spirit of being a, a true entrepreneur, but also giving something back at the same time. Uh, just, you know, in closing, who are some of the athletes that you have in your portal and how do people learn more about your, uh, about next name? Well, so we signed up the entire basketball uh, team. They're going to be uh, launched today. So you can buy any player on the basketball team. Uh-huh. Um, I purchased the first Sky Clark token, got serial number one. Okay. You know, I'm, I'm playing the game too. Okay. Um, you know, Chase Brown and, and 10 other football players, you know, signed up. Uh, we don't know why all the football players didn't sign up, to be honest with you. I think they just didn't understand. Yeah. It. You got to, again, yeah, you got to educate. It. Like you said, you got to educate people on this. So that's going to be a, a hurdle too. Yeah. Yeah, we're finally on the Jumbotron. There was a company that was selling NFTs that bought up the exclusive rights across the country and then kind of stumbled. And that allowed us to jump in and get on all the Jumbotrons and, you know, start talking and to fans about what an NFT is and what an NIL is and how you can support your players by buying their tokens. How much was the, uh, so. to, what did you pay for your token? $25 for an individual token. Mm-hmm. And then you can buy team tokens at $30, $100, or $1,000. And will that money and does that money go directly player. to the player? Yeah, it's evenly divided among the players that signed up for the platform. U of I gets 12% of the funds. The players get roughly 70% of the funds. There's a blockchain you know, fee. And then we, you know, we're using our cut to pay for all the marketing and advertising that we had to pay to get on the Jumbotron. Right. You know? So you know, marketing, we don't, we don't see ourselves being you know, uh, profitable on an Illinois platform alone. So we are going to expand in other schools and we're talking to all the biggest programs in the country, you know, right now. And, you know, we think there'll be a viral moment where it clicks for everybody else. Like it clicked for us that like, Oh my gosh, this is the easy way, easiest way to do it. But there is some complexity to getting it done. There's some legal hurdles to jump over and contracts to line up and all that takes time and effort and we have it, have the solution built right now. So we could add another school and a team in a week if we wanted to, um, without a lot of headache and heartache. So, well, get these kids making money soon. Congratulations on what seems to be a super innovative idea, uh, with uh, next name and, uh, I'll be following you closely and I want to thank you for uh, joining me on uh, sports medicine weekly for yet another episode. And, uh, we look forward to seeing more. Is it nextname.com is your website? Nextname.io. Okay. And uh, you're welcome to join us at our tailgates in Lot 31, too. We'll be at every game, including tomorrow. Um, so if you make it down to a game, stop by. And uh, we got our big, uh, we branded a camper and a trailer, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, partnered with some guys that are loyal Illinois fans and having some blowout tailgates and champagne. Now, I'm sure you're having a lot of fun doing this, too. So you, it, the best oh, yeah. business is one you have fun doing. And this is one that, that, exactly. that has, I'm sure, tons of that. So thank you again for joining me on Sports Medicine Weekly. Thank you. And that's another episode of Sports Medicine Weekly. Please be sure to join in weekly to wherever you tune in for your podcasts. Have a great day. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe and please leave us a five-star review. Make sure to also follow us on social media, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or visit our website, sportsmedicineweekly.com. Net proceeds from Sports Medicine Weekly go to support research at Rush University Medical Center in the Department of Orthopedics. The Sports Medicine Weekly podcast is brought to you by Midwest Orthopedics at Rush. Being your best means always getting better. 
Whether you're looking to improve performance, relieve chronic back pain, or restore mobility through minimally invasive joint replacement surgery, Midwest Orthopedics at Rush delivers results. Their specialists are top ranked in Illinois and among the nation's best, working together to make your recovery faster, more complete, and a seamless experience. They'll get you back to living pain-free, often without surgery, so you can be your best every day. Schedule an appointment online at rushortho.com. JRF Ortho. JRF Ortho partners with orthopedic surgeons to improve the quality of life of patients by enabling them to have an active life through the generous gift of cartilage and ligament transplantation. Please go to jrfortho.org to learn more or sign up to be a tissue donor at donatelife.net. With over 205 years of combined experience successfully representing victims of personal injury and wrongful death matters, the attorneys of Tomasic, Coton, Kasserman are committed to working for you. Reach them at 312-605-8800 or on the web at tkklaw.com. Karen Malkin Health Counseling. Have you tried Karen Malkin's new protein brownie bar and superfood bars? They're the best tasting bars on the market. Certified gluten-free, paleo, and no added sugar. Karen's protein brownie bars and superfood bars available on Amazon and at karenmalkin.com. Integrated Ortho. Integrated Ortho is Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana's premier provider of iceless thermal and compression therapy devices for patients recovering from orthopedic surgery. Iceless thermal therapy rental products are designed for ease of patient use and to control post-operative pain and swelling. Their sequential compression therapy products offer a portable, lightweight, and tubeless home therapy solution to help prevent blood clot formation following surgical procedures. To determine if Iceless Thermal Therapy or sequential compression products are right for you, please contact your healthcare professional. And for further information about Integrated Ortho's products and services, please give them a call at 773-248-6400.